City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I'm your host, Christian, the unbiased king, Espinal. And joining me through Discord, as always, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Co. It's called Partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. What's up, Chris, and everybody listening? Hopefully I ain't lagging. You are not lagging. As far as I know, <laughs> you are not lagging. Also joining us, it is uh, Edgelord. Big news, Brian. What's up, nerds? Hey, hey, hey. We're back for another thrilling episode of New Jump City. Very excited to do this. Uh, we have a lot of manga to talk about. Uh, so let's not waste any time. Let's get into plugs. You can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's uh, on Instagram and at New Jump City Josh. That's on X. Brian, you can find me at B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. If you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Hell yeah. You can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you could also reach reach us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. We will be here for it. Uh, we usually do a really uh, pre-show chat show that we do. Um, we didn't do it this week again, but we will next week. Uh, and we'll answer some questions. We actually got some this week. So very excited to get into those on our next show. Uh, keep sending them in. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, that would be greatly appreciated. It makes me happy that uh, people are still listening, even though we've uh, been knocked out of video for a little while. But we will be back, hopefully very soon. Uh, yeah, and with that being out of the way, uh, let's get into the show. One Piece. This is One Piece chapter 1108, Come In World. Last we left off, uh, everybody has been trying to get off this goddamn island. Uh, we have had some stunning developments in uh, regards to the Blackbeard pirates, uh, Ogre, Van Auger, and, um, and Katarina showing up and uh, confronting uh, Jay Garcia. Uh, Katarina managed to actually touch Jay Garcia, so the assumption is that she can transform into him and by that extension probably has authority over some degree over the pacifistas herself um that's pretty crazy and uh we ended last week's ch chapter with uh caribou uh pulling up to van auger and um and katarina begging to be uh in attendance with blackbeard himself um, this chapter starts off with Van Auger immediately pointing his dramatic rifle directly at Karibo. Um, and, you know, he's basically about to shoot him. Um, and he's like, look, uh, there are many people who threaten the Commodore's life, so we can't really trust you. So I guess I'm going to have to kill you here. But, um, Karibo makes his case. He's like, please, if you kill me now, Master Teach is going to split your skulls. And he's like, and why is that? He's like, I got some very valuable information that you won't hear from anyone else. And this is where we realize what Karibo's little um, ace in the hole is, is that he, because he was on Wano, knows oh, both Wano and Fishman Island. He knows that Poseidon is Shirahoshi and that Pluton is underneath Wano. So... Yeesh. <laughs> and the only people who know that are the Straw Hats. So, you know, he's like, please let me meet with Master Chief Teach and I'll provide that information to him. I'm sure he'll be very pleased to hear it. And it seems that Van Auger and Katarina are considering it. So I'm pretty certain they're going to bring him along. And uh, we cut back to the events on Egghead itself. The pacifistas are still tearing shit up. 
And now the vice admirals are starting to uh, jump into the fray themselves. Um, they're it's not looking good for them, so they're just like trying to jump in. Uh, we get to see a little bit of what they're capable of going in. Uh, there's a guy named Tosa. He just pulls up. He immediately catches up to Frankie and uh, and and Bonnie. And uh, he's his special team seems to be like he he's a he like really focuses his hockey and uh, onto his fingers for finger finger pistols to like make them chew through any armor basically. And um, he's about to like go in and uh, and and hit Frankie, but then he gets smashed by Broggy's axe. Uh, Failure. It's not good. <laughs> this admiral got one shotted. Um, and yeah, he's like, whoa, we brushed up on the new members bounty posters, but I don't see anyone here. Are you all researchers? Um, and uh, he's like, oh, cool. We're, I'm I'm part of Luffy's crew. You got beef with him because Frankie obviously doesn't know Bronky or Dory. Um, they're like, no, no, we're friends. Uh, we're warriors yeah. of Elbeth and we've come to protect our friends. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Bonnie informs them that Sanji and Luffy and Vegapunk are still in the middle of the island, and uh, she asks if she'll if they'll help him, and he's like, "We're Dory and Bragi, of course, dog." Um, they remember they they recognize Vegapunk's name uh, from the description of some of a scholar that mentioned Vegapunk's name. Obviously, it'll be Jaguar D. Saul. Uh, very excited. Oh, Saul. Yeah, oh, okay. it would have to be Saul, right? It's probably it could you probably not be Saul. I have questions about that. It might be Saul because he managed to save all of O'Hara's research, and he's probably been reading up on it this whole time. Wait, Saul was the one that froze to death. Yeah. What a dumbass! <laughs> what do you mean? What a dumbass! Who? He Saul? He was supposed Jaguar D. Saul. Yeah, like they had no, they had to set him up or something because he was a good guy, man. What do you mean? Saul is a good guy. Yeah, but he he died, right? Like because no, he, he got well, frozen. he survived. Uh, he he was like he is he helped uh Robin's mom escape, like he broke her oh, out of prison. Oh, it was Ors that froze to death. Yeah, Ors froze to death. Because oh, he didn't okay. have it. Never mind. But no, no. Jaguar D. Saul was. That yeah, he was thought to be dead because Aokiji froze him. But he was, like, while he was trying to save Robin. But he survived that, apparently. Oh. Currently lives on Albeth. As we learned That's recently. Dope. So, yeah. And, he, and he's the flame one. No, he has no powers. He's, he's the one. No, he's the one with the burn scars. Might be. I don't know where he'd get burn scars, though. I guess freezer burn? Yes. <laughs> you figured it out, Chris. We got it. <laughs> this is what we do here. We're probably going to be wrong, and there's a separate entire entity who is the man with burn scars. Um, but anyway, Dory and Bragi, uh ask his has asked their crew to bring... Uh, you know, Bonnie, Kuma, and Frankie over to their ship. So that's pretty sick. Um, meanwhile, we get to meet a, a bunch of other vice admirals, Urban and Pomsky. Uh, this this woman, I believe, I remember her name. Her fruit had something to do with being able to just like ride things. She's probably doing this, you know, with this thing. I don't know. Yeah confusing she rode like a blast right or something yeah like yeah that. the ride right that's a crazy ability oda's <laughs> oda went uh, oda's grasping his the ability to just ride anything is theoretically very... that could be the most overpowered devil fruit in the game i'm not gonna lie because she could probably like ride luffy and end up controlling him right hey pause <laughs> well i don't know if she controls them i think she's just well maybe i don't know I don't understand the, the the parameters of the ride ride fruit, but anyway. But anyway, um, she's on her way to the island. I suppose she's going um, 
towards the Giants, I guess. That's wild. That's that's pretty presumptuous there. Uh, Jay Garcia makes his way back onto the battlefield, and he looks mad scary. He looks, he's, I guess, devolved more into his beast form in his, uh, of his Zoan yeah. fruit. Um, and uh, Vegapunk is kind of like talking to them, uh, you know, He's basically asking them to leave them behind. Like, don't move him because, you know, the the more they move him, uh, the more he bleeds and, you know, he's going to bleed out. Uh, and Luffy's like, wait, we promised you we'd get you off this island. He's like, I know. I know I asked for that, but I made up my mind. There's something here I must protect. And he was talking about how he was hoping to tell, not to tell Bonnie about her special authority until she was a little more grown up. Because now they'll be after her life. Um, so please keep her safe. And man, uh, yeah, Sanji comments on uh, on uh, Jay Garcia looking less and less human by the minute. Uh, he unleashes a barrage of poisoned spider legs attacks at Luffy and Sanji. Um, Luffy tells Sanji to just get Vegapunk out of here and to ignore him if he shouts in pain. And uh, Vegapunk, of course, shouts in pain. He's like, fuck, Sanji, please stop. And he's like, I know, I know it hurts, but we got to get out of here. You're about to get hit with spider legs, dude. Uh, unfortunately, Kizaru catches Sanji pretty nasty and uh, f- and uh, finishes off Vegapunk uh, with a sword through his belly, um, you know, like a true straw hat would. And Luffy is like, Apple Man, <laughs> you know, Sanji picks him back up and starts running again. Um and Vega, as Kizaru is about to make his way uh, towards Sanji, uh, Luffy just turns into his giant form, grabs both Jay Garcia and uh, Kizaru. He squeezes him a little bit because we see that Kizaru is just bleeding out now. Um, and as Sanji is trying to get away, uh, he's yelling at Vegapunk. He's like, please, Vegapunk, step out of it. You're not dead, are you? And we, uh, Sanji notes that Vegapunk is currently smiling. There's this beeping noise in the background as well. And then all of a sudden, uh, a pre-recorded audio um, starts playing, presu- of course, by Vegapunk. And he says, he introduces himself. He says, hello, come in world. I am Dr. Vegapunk, a humble sci- genius scientist. While many of you will likely be shocked by what I have to say in this message, I assure you that it is the truth of the world and that is where the chapter ends holy moly very exciting josh what did you think about one piece chapter 1108 oh this is my really good chapter of the week Ooh, yeah honestly same uh brian was yours yeah oh oh yeah unified really good chapter of the week unified rgc unified rgc Unify Yeah, it's so adequate, those One Piece trumpets. So, um, yeah, whatever, Chris. He's not going to be a straw hat. It's fine. He no, may I mean, turn I got to remind you every week on. because you guys fought me pretty hard on that. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. <laughs> But speaking of future straw hats, um, well, one of them anyway, Caribou found a way to, you know, give, teach some really important information. But I, I'd be surprised if he didn't already know that somehow. You know, I mean, I, the people in Fishman Island generally know that Shirohoshi is a uh, Poseidon, right? So I don't kinda, know generally if no, they, they know. Don't, they don't. I think it's just like the royal family that knows. Yeah, it's just the royal family that knows. It's not the general uh, population. So this is some key information. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. I just want to remind y'all, Caribou is the wettest a pirate. <laughs> he has the wettest hair. Oh, yeah. And I, but I also think that 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 leads to him being also the wettest. No. His name is Wet Hair Caribou. The rest of him is dry. He's got particularly dry no, skin. true. For someone whose hair That's is... not true. That's not true? You don't think so? That's not true. I, we've seen him use... He has his, his fruit is like 
very moist. It makes him into a moist person. It makes him into mud. That's moist. Mm. You got me there. Well, anyway, it's okay. Um, it was kind of a throwback seeing one of the Kuma uh, units using that bubble attack to defend. Because, man, was that shit frustrating seeing them use it against the Straw Hats. That was just a frustrating time. <laughs> uh, uh, what did I want to bring up? So it's just kind of crazy because, like, Elder, when he pulled up, walking up to the Straw Hats the way he did, it looks very spider-like. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I already understood that it was a spider and not pushing back on that. But, like, <laughs> man, he looks fucking scary. And then, like, Sanji himself was like, his eyes look bizarre, which means that, like, th- that kind of, I-, I guess, that's something we're going to see with, like, the other Elders, too, probably. Like, this is probably their serious, serious mode. Mm-hmm. You know? Because they start out serious already. Yeah, he didn't hesitate. He came on the island awakened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is his actual, like, I'm here to annihilate anything that moves. Um, but yo, oh, oh, for all the people bitching, look at Luffy in that two-page spread at the end. He looked pretty serious there. He looked pretty upset. Mm-hmm. See but that one panel when he had both. See how he's mushing yeah, his face? His hands. Yeah, he's like... Mm. It's a get out of here. Hand yeah. face. And then... Yeah, Luffy went back to smiling. But I feel like Oda did that to, you know, have these people be happy. <laughs> Look, he's mad. He's upset. He's uh, not even mad. Well, he's just like... He's mad, bro. He's mad. He's upset. He's getting angry for that moment. Just telling no, two of the characters in the verse to sit down, little boys. The people need it. <laughs> Brian said it himself two times. They're still uh, mad. Well, I don't. There hasn't been any complaints this chapter about Luffy. Yeah. From what I've seen, I bet. Everyone's like, "Oh, Luffy's ready to get serious now." On that note, anyway. I was I was reading Sabote like the beginning when they first fought Duval, and uh-huh. like there's a moment where Luffy nearly drowns himself because he wanted to ride the flying fish, and they eventually all land in the water. But he prioritized la- like playing with these with these fucking fish, than take the battle seriously. So, you know, this is just par for the course for him. <laughs> Stay mad. Stay mad, bro. Stay mad. And humble, of course. Yes, of course. Was that all your thoughts, Josh? Yes. Um, This was my RGC because this moment alone is the induction to Luffy being a Yonko now. This moment is on par with the shit that Whitebeard would do or the shit that Kaido would do, right? He is a legitimate threat to everyone who's against him now. And it it really shows in the moment of him grappling a fucking admiral and also <laughs> grabbing a fucking Gorosei by his face. Like, that is an insanely high feat that very, very, very few people can ever possibly do. So I'm just I'm here for it. I am here for this new Luffy. Um, I think it's really uh, I think it's also really odd that um, they're making a point to not show what happened with uh, what's his name? Um, fuck, what's his wet guy? White hair caribou. Yeah, caribou. I think it's odd that they're making a point to not show how that ends. So I still think that he's not going to end up on the going with the Blackbeard Pirates. Which would be funny. What were you saying, Josh? Well, that he's he's uh, the wettest character in the series, but they're probably going (laughs) to. 
they're probably gonna get the information out of him without him joining. Yeah. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he would give that information. Okaribu well, is weak. He would if they tortured him yeah. a little bit. <laughs> they would probably get it out of him. Right. But you really we'll think he would like towel. lay out the cards like that? If they were so. gonna torture him to death. I don't know if they have the time to be doing shit like that, right? I mean, nobody knows where they are, and they're not the focus anymore. The only person who knows they're even there is Jay Garcia, and he's more focused on the Straw Hats right now. So it's possible. They could chill for a minute and torture him and shoot him up a little bit. (laughs) Oh, I wanted to mention something. I'm sorry, Brian, but... um. You actually called something a few chapters ago. Who, me? Yeah. Remember you said one of the possibilities of, um, of, um, Uh, of the scientist dying, like this, this could be the case. And then at the end of the chapter, he's going to make a, he's making this broadcast to the world. Oh yeah. I think you did call that, Brian. Oh, I did call it. Because they mentioned that at the very beginning. There's a few chapters I'm like, this is going to, this is going to come back at some point for sure. Good job, Brian. Woohoo! You called it. At this point, you guys are gonna have to call me the Oracle. Well, all right, Brian. Can we get a drop for Brian being right? Kizaru is not gonna join the crew. Um, (laughs) Brian, what what drop would you like for? I don't know. I don't for your for you being right. I don't have like a you're right drop, but Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember all the drops. And give me a pick, Nina to Kiara, me so I can't chat. So that one, you get that one. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Can it be the the one from the lawyer? He's like, knock, knock. oh yeah. Uh, hold on. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, there you go. I'll take that one. That's the Brian. That's the Brian's right one. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that one. Nice. Um. I forgot there was one more thing I was going to talk about, but oh yeah, there's a lot of circulation going around that Bonnie is going to be the one that joins the Straw Hats now for yeah. sure. Yeah, because uh, yeah. he's kind of like Luffy's apprentice. Yeah, it makes sense. Definitely. And I mean, I, I don't know like where it, else she would go. You know? <laughs> yeah, it, I feel like it would be weird for her to go somewhere else, especially because like you know Nika is such a prominent part of her life. Yeah. So she kind of has to be around Luffy at this point. Yeah. Whatever happened to her? She crew. will not play the VV role. No, she... <laughs> no, she can't play the VV role. Only we not VV a fire. What? They cannot VVify her. No, I think she'll uh, not be she's... VV specific. If anything, but... she's going to be Luffyified. Well, she right. now that she's seen a little bit of what Nika can do, she could probably replicate the powers to some degree using her yeah, fruit. She's gonna, be, she's gonna be baby Luffy. Like her her Nika-like future will probably be a little more accurate. I'm liking how that's sounding. More than a little bit. Yeah. Because she, she can Luffy. she can replicate futures as long as she can like imagine what's possible for her. She can she can turn herself into a possibility in the future where she is that thing or it's kind of like alternate universe type stuff. If you know, domino effect, butterfly, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. Shout out to everything everywhere at once. It's on Netflix now and I'm going to watch it. Oh yes. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. I haven't watched it yet. So good. You said it's on Netflix. Yeah. Just got there. Oh shit. I might watch it then. Everyone should watch it. It's very good. <laughs> anyway, those are Would my thoughts. Would you call on it movies. a CM? What's that? A cinematic masterpiece? I would say so. Mm. Especially how, like, you know, uh, there's no, like, up. there's a lot of, like, um, effects in it that are done, like, pretty um, practically and you know, they find ways around it because I think they had like a really like a relatively low budget for what the movie actually like turned out being. And they 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 worked yeah. their way around it to make something really cool. 
You just activated Josh's trap card, by the way. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't have said it was a cinematic masterpiece, but. <laughs> well, next, actually, next I have an inter- I have an interesting follow up, a non sarcastic one, or maybe it can be depending on how you look at it. But did you know that technically speaking, Jurassic Park is considered a cinematic masterpiece? Um. Yeah, I think so. I think. Oh, well, I've the original. You know what? I've never seen the original Jurassic Park. But you know, people really like it. You know, it's like a it's a classic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, only thing it didn't have in it was uh, Star Lord. That's true. That's what it was missing. But he was he was like probably a child at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Were those all your thoughts, Brian? By the way. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Oh yeah, so good. By the way, um, I. I love this chapter a lot. Um, I guess Dory and Bragi are also going to pull up to the fight. That's that's another thing. At some point, Dory and Bragi <laughs> are going to show up, and that's going to be a problem too. Because uh, squash the bug. Yeah, I don't know if you remember this, Josh, but actually, Big Mom uses one of their attacks. Like, oh, really? Her most one of her most powerful attacks actually comes from the giants. Hokoku Sovereignty. That? Hokoku sovereignty. Oh, the sovereignty. Mm-hmm. That's them. Yeah, it's a huge slash, right? Mm-hmm. It's what they used to like kill the the island fish at the end of Little Garden too. Yeah. Pretty sick. Very excited. For island that. fish. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but at the end of uh, Little Garden, as they were leaving, there was a giant uh, island-sized fish that. Usopp inadvertently told the truth about what it was, it's actually one of Usopp's like tall tales he would tell to Kaya that actually turned out to be real. Is a giant goldfish uh-huh. that even that its poops are island sized. Oh come on! Um, and you know as this as the straw hats were about to be devoured, the giants used the Hogoku Hogoku uh, sovereignty to like destroy it completely. You think it died? It did die. It yeah. was a huge it, hole in its stomach. It, it died in, oh, shit. instantly. <laughs> it was a massive, perfect oh. circle in his stomach. Bro, the Giants could probably fight Sea Beast, man. They probably could. I mean, Little Garden, they literally fought two Sea Beasts. That's what the like, Giants I don't think here. they could go to the calm belt and start and, 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 and you know, or what is it? The red line? Of, no, the, no, it's calm, the calm belt is where they're at, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they can't, yeah, they can't go, you know, I'm sure they couldn't pull up to the calm belt and, and plant a flag nowhere, but yeah. I'm sure if, if a handful of them pulled up, they could. I mean, you don't know that. Well, bro, I don't know the calm belt, bro. No, you Isn't don't know like thousands of them? Yeah. The calm belt is specifically. No one fucks with it, <laughs> except except the for the navy giants. because they cheat. I think Shanks can get cheat. over it. Not gonna lie, they have seam prism stone embedded in their ships, and uh, only the navy seems to have like full access to sea prism stone. So. I'm pretty sure Shanks has it. I'm not gonna lie. It's bullshit. What Shanks and the revolutionaries. Shanks travels the yeah. world really fucking fast. That's a fact. I don't think so. I don't think Good Shanks point. has left the Grand Line since. He left Luffy. But I feel like He's on it would make sense for him to be able to get anywhere he wants. And in order to do that, he kind of needs Sea Prism, right? No, I mean, you know, the Straw Hats don't have it. They could get pretty much anywhere as long as it's not the Calm Belt. Exactly. And so so Shanks Shanks gets from the New World to Marineford. Back to the New World. And then back to Mary Joa. Well, the, like within weeks, the New World is technically not very far from, uh, from Marineford. It's like kind of one of the last islands before the Red Line. Mayhaps, <laughs> but I still think it's still pretty fast compared to. Most it's pretty people. fast, but to be fair, like the, everybody travels pretty fast in One Piece. These voyages, in theory, should take weeks, but they were there. Yeah, and Shanks did that while also fighting Kaido, too. So that's true. And he still got there that fast. Like, come on now. That's true. I don't know. 
He's got to have C prism in his in his ship, especially if he. Yeah, but that doesn't make like you go like, faster. It just like allows you to kind of, and you have to have it embedded in your ship. It allows you to have a shortcut that nobody else really has, right? Not really. I mean, it's it's a straight line, the grand line. So like, the calm belt. If you even if you use the calm belt, it's just like you're going around. But you still have to come back into the Grand Line. You still have to go under the Red Line to get there. How do the Marines world, right? move if the Calm Belt has no wind? They probably row. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I guess. It has no that. wind? Yeah, why? that's why they call it the Calm Belt. It's because it's like... Per- I thought it was called the Calm Belt because no one fucking goes there. No, it's called the Calm Belt because there's no like real climate that goes between those areas. But... The Neptunians live there for the most part. That sounds so fucking terrifying. Bro, put <laughs> Shirohoshi is basically Eren. She can do the rumbling whenever she wants with these Neptunians. Jesus, man. She can do the water rumbling. Yeah. That's her uh, ability. That's a guy. That's a guy. Anyway, this chapter was sick. I fucking loved it. Also, the little... I love this two-page spread. The shading on Luffy is, like, really... I love that, like, hatch shading. For whatever reason, it gives, like, another dimension of, like, shape there. Um, Oda yeah. Oda's a really good artist when, like, he puts his back into it. It's really fucking good. It's Jay- so nice seeing Luffy here hmm? at this point in his career. Hmm? It's so nice seeing Luffy here at this point of his career. He really made it. Yeah. Our boy is an actual Yonko now. Yeah. He went from like scoring like being like a a 35 points per game score to having now a nice balanced game. He's scoring 30, 10, and he's getting triple doubles out this bitch, man. Mm-hmm. He's about to like and get two V1 boards and rebounds. He's about to two V1. He's playing like two on one basketball here. Yeah. Against he pros. Two defenders so that his mans can get the open lane and, and bounce and skedaddle. Come on, man. L- Luffy's providing for his team. For real. This is what a captain does. This is like this is like fucking Ho- Hokage Naruto status, right? Oh here. my you god. You know what I'm saying? You know, he runs shit. I think you're right. Luffy this... runs shit now. Yeah, it does have like that reminiscent like vibe. Yeah, bro. And, you, and it's all earned. Naruto earned that, and Luffy earned this. Mm-hmm. But Very don't. excited. Um, I mean, maybe he didn't earn it. Maybe he's a child of destiny, much to Christian chagrin. I don't think but he's a child of destiny. You won't have that debate right now, especially since I have no horse in either side. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It's an interesting thought, so, I guess, but I don't know how much... Did Naruto have a moment where, like this, where you're like, oh shit, this guy really is the Hokage now? Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Pain. Yeah. The when he pulled up. With, yeah, against pain. Against pain. But then he came up with the toads and he shisted the first three pains. Easy money. Yeah. When he, when he won that fight. And then punched the other one in its fucking face. When he won that like, fight. Oh, wow. Everyone in the village was like, yeah, that's our Hokage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We could make him he Hokage let Kakashi have that. Yeah. He said, I'm not ready yet. I want to get my degree. <laughs> I want to go back to school and get my degree. You you take you take the Hokage for now. Bro, Tsunade died in the war? No, she lived. She's alive. Oh, okay. She just retired. There's two active Death there's match. like two retired Hokages in Konoha right now. Wait, who else is... Oh, yeah, Kakashi and Tsunade. <laughs> Kakashi and Tsunade are there. Which is very rare for Hokages, I gotta say. It's rare for Kages in general. Usually these these people fucking die. <laughs> I think Kakashi got to retire in his 40s. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. For a ninja? For, like, a soldier? Like, a general? Yeah. They usually do that shit till they die. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is a this is really this is, this is a really cool moment. I won't say that it mirrors the Naruto 
moment with pain exactly. I think that's maybe too much. The Naruto pain moment was like so crazy good and so like dramatic in a sense, but this is up there. This is close. Yeah, this is yeah, I wasn't trying to compare it directly. I just was making a statement that Luffy is just you don't have to guess anymore. You don't have to maybe wonder or have debates about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is him. <laughs> and he will solo your favorite character. He is in that conversation. Now we're waiting for Buggy's uh, Yonko moment. <laughs> Bro, it's going to be so fucking lit. And it's going to happen gonna by split his hand into different pieces and smack the shit out of somebody. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. Each finger is going to slap somebody new. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. To, that's what I was trying to say. He's going to smack an entire pirate crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, 10 fingers, Maybe 10 straw hats? Fight. Thoughts? Yo, Bucky, Bucky needs to... Hello. <laughs> what? You gave me something to think about. I do one like Buggy, and that is the one requirement I need. But is for him to slap every straw hat? No, for to him hate. to join the crew. He's not going to join the straw hats. Okay. He's always been doing his own thing. Nah. Thank God Carrot didn't. Oh, you didn't like Carrot? No. Damn. You like vanilla ice cream? I like vanilla ice cream, actually. <laughs> Carrot actually was cool. Like vanilla ice cream. Carrot had a whole second form. But she had That's no backstory. Cool. Pedro her was her backstory. Yeah, Pedro was her, her sad backstory. No. That was Pedro's story. Yeah, and it just happened to also be Carrot's story, too. It didn't intersect. It did. They she just she watched him die. You guys are making things up to cope. <laughs> and you You're guys are better than this, quite frankly. That is just a cope. That is just by a cope by people with agendas. Fair enough, Josh. Yes, the carrot agenda has died. You're right. You know. Uh so long. More like so long. I like these. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, fellas? <laughs> All right. We should probably move on to the next one. But this was fucking cool. Very excited for what's coming next. I'm so glad One Piece is not on break this week. We actually get to see it again. Maybe we'll get some lore drops. Tonight, I'm going on my knees and praying to God. <laughs> Or One Piece Lord drop. Please. Please, Oda. And for there to be a ceasefire in Palestine. I feel like he's just going to talk about Buster Calls and what happened to Ohara. Man. Well, he's been, he's been researching it. Buster Call? All right, let me stop. No, no. He, he, he was researching uh, the, the Void Sentry, so he has to give something about it. He has to drop some Maybe. knowledge. I feel I like it might gonna be... going to say anything about the Void Century. Just straight up, hey, this is what they're doing right now. I feel like he'll probably bring, it, bring up that it exists, but I feel like it would be weird for us all to find out what happened in the Void Century through Vegapunk. Does that make sense? I feel like he has, like, bits and pieces. I don't think that's what Chris is saying. He doesn't have, like, yeah, the whole story. He's going to say something. That well, ancient the giant the world armor set has something to do with the Void Century, right? I feel like the rest of the world only, would only really care about the world government nuking islands. Well, that would be one issue among many. It's like, hey, they're nuking me right now, and also they've been lying to you about a hundred-year gap in your history. Hey, they're nuking me right now. <laughs> They're nuking me right now because they found out they're. I found out they're a bunch of fucking liars. You know what they should do? What Vegapunk should do? They he should uh he should have many men playing while he's telling them <laughs> about what's going it's just on. Just background music while he's doing it. Many like, men mm-hmm. wish death the me. <laughs> five men, five whole men. 
Hell, I don't cry they no more. Step on him. What are you saying, Josh? So five, five deadly men and and one royal asshole. Yeah. I'm telling you, Blackbeard is Emu's son. I said it. That's that. No, serious. I think it's rocks. But I, I am open to, I am open to a nobility tie there. I think it's Big News Morgan's. Oh, you think he's Big News Morgan's son? Yeah. It ain't me. I'll write that down. I ain't Big News Morgan's son. Morgan's D. Teach. Is his real name? Hey, some would say that doing the news is another way of teaching, right? So. Nan to you big news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> is Commodore another word for captain? Yeah. It's like more of a commander of a of a fleet. Yeah. That's why Orlumbus uh, is known as a Commodore. Yeah, he's a, he's a, a big boy things. captain. He's the captain among captains. Because, like, the all of Blackbeard's main crews, uh, main, main crew members are captains of their own ship. Yeah. So he would be a commodore sick. of this entire fleet. Oh, commodore. Oh, commodore. All right. Oh, you guys ready to move on? Yeah. Yeah, sir. Let's go. My oh, hero, Ekin. Noise. What? What was that soundboard noise? I'm That's uh, Rage Against the Machine, Brian. Is that a new one? I feel like I never. No, hear I've that had one. it before. I have a shorter version that I play sometimes when things are super edge. Oh, there you go. Now oh. I hear it. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Kowita now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is my Hero Academia chapter four hundred and seventy-five rejection. Oh, seventy-five. I read that wrong. Four fifteen. Whew! It's not making it to four seventy-five. This series. Um, all right, last we left off, Midoriya has been uh, trying to fire portions of One for All into Shigaraki in hopes of breaking his psyche enough that uh, Midoriya will be able to reach uh, to, uh, Shigaraki's actual personality, his stunted child personality. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, we're in the middle of that progress. And that's every time he pumps a piece of one for all into him, uh, their memories begin to meld because I guess, um, you know, the transfer of all for one links uh, Midoriya to Shigaraki a little more and they're able to share their memories a little bit. So uh, Midoriya goes in for a second shot. This time he actually goes for all of them uh, and tries to like shoot all of them into Shigaraki. Um he lands a pretty heavy blow, but only manages to get another one through, and that would be uh, the sixth quirk, um, which is N, the smokescreen guy. So he no longer has most gear. important one. <laughs> yeah, smokescreen. Uh, I think Bandros is most important one. That's for uh, that's for certain. But he manages. Well, if I'm not being ironic, then yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, he takes a he he takes a shot there, and uh, we see a, a memory of Shigaraki as a kid being guided by one for all, uh, all for one, um, and he's like, "Whatever, I'm gonna try again. We're getting there. We're getting somewhere. It's progress, dog." Um, and the we get the smile this... on his face, the grin. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we do get this dope full splash page here of uh Midoriya going up against a giant hand thing of Shigaraki his big weird finger shield um as we see like in the distance this little like camera thing is watching um there uh we get um what's her face damn I keep forgetting her name and she's like been around a lot <laughs> Um, uh, whatever. Uh, support Brian. girl. Brian, do you remember her name? 
I don't know why I'm blanking on her right now. The the engineer? Yeah, the support lady. Yep. Uh, I've looked up her name before, but... Oh, yeah, we all her. have. She has one of the dopest character designs. I too. like her, too. She's a great character. I don't know why I'm forgetting yeah. her right now. You guys just keep going. Anyway. So she's like talking about how um, she has a super duper long range remote control. Oh, Hatsume. 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 I won't forget you. I had, a, I had a feeling it was Hatsume, but I was. I know it started sure. with an H. I just couldn't bring it to me. Um. So I guess she's watching from a distance with this camcorder. She's talking about how, uh, the remote control, the super duper long range remote control, is made possible thanks to the satellite. I think she's talking about the um. The the UA uh, booster thing is kind of confusing what she's talking about, but um, yeah, she's there's there's a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, Hatsume talks about how like that particular baby informed Midoriya that the gauntlets were finished. Um, so I don't know what she means by that really. Um. They're they're helping the UA headquarters uh, to get safely down to shore uh, without crashing completely. Um, Hatsume says that hey, she's a he's a value client of mine, so I want to provide excellent service in days to come. I better observe him in action. Okay, so she's trying to watch him so she can improve his gear in the future. Um, the love girl is like that's the same boy who uh, who threw. Who got my <laughs> beloved thrown in the slammer, which only helped my sweetheart to be even more amazingly, wonderfully stupendous. So, you know, everything's great. Uh, meanwhile, in the evacuation shelter, we end the chapter, actually, this is a very short chapter, 12 pages, um, with Aerie seemingly to seeming to run over, uh, run away as uh, ectoplasms is like, wait, not so fast, Aerie. And I guess she's uh, on her way to the battlefield. That's where the chapter ends. Uh, Josh, what did you Damn. think about My Hero Academia chapter 415? So I could tell I'm like enjoying these chapters because when they brought up these uh, camera people again, I was only mildly annoyed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I get it. Everyone plays their role. It's, they're, they're important. Sure. Um, it's, but like, I really, I don't know. Like, this is a short chapter, but um, I like how the you know he like Midoriya is getting like his confidence and swagger back in this fight. Um, you know, even though the plan didn't fully work out, he knew he got through, and he's like, "Man, I gotta just keep figuring out a way to to get through this hand monstrosity in front of me." And I like that. Um, seeing the memories are kind of weird. I'm not really. I'm not sure what it adds to this experience and this fight. I was curious to see what you guys thought about that, but um, those are my thoughts. I don't have that much to say. Iri, um, I almost forgot she was there, and man, she can change a lot of things <laughs> in this fight. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, uh, Brian, what were your thoughts? Mm-hmm. So. As per usual, the art was fantastic. Um, I just wonder what Deku is going to be like after this uh, fight, because it looks like he's like losing all his quirks and shit. So maybe he'll just be a purely support item hero, like All Might was at the end of his uh, run, which is interesting. Um... Honestly, I don't know how I feel about Aerie uh, doing something here. <laughs> like, she is literally a child. I don't know what she's going to do. Uh, I don't know how she will possibly be able to get to where Deku is. So maybe that's out of the question. Um, I'm just, I just find myself wondering what are they planning with her here? Because I really hope she's not going to just show up and turn Shigaraki into a kid again, right? No, I don't think that would be the thing. I think that would be too crazy. 
It would be, you know, it'd be funny if the series ends with Deku and Shigaraki being turned into kids and growing up together. That would again. be pretty <laughs> not good. <laughs> but accurate, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I hope not. I hope you're wrong, Brian. <laughs> if I'm right, though, let's be friends, Shigaraki. Let's turn into children and was. grow up together and be friends. I hope not. But damn, this art is fucking amazing, man. Oh, Horikoshi has a, a bright future ahead of him if he just like draws for people. I mean, I don't know how you could get any brighter. This guy's like massively successful. Nice. He could get even better. <laughs> like, that's the crazy part. Yeah. Like people like Morata. Like, yeah, they were fucking phenomenal when they were like doing their own shit or like when they're doing eye shield and stuff like that. But his art has only gotten better since. Like, marginally better. So, I feel like Horikoshi has a lot of options ahead of him once this series ends. Um, when it comes, be, just because of that alone. Mm. But, aside from that, I actually don't have much to say about this chapter. Um, amazing art. Weird ending to the chapter. Um, but, overall, it's alright. It's an alright chapter. Those are my thoughts. Yeah, I agree. It's you know, an... uh, oh, sorry. Josh. Hold on. Page, no, no, my bad. Uh, page four, uh, the bottom right panel with Midori is like landing the punch on Shigaraki. That is such a sick fucking panel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the impact on that one. It's, it's so good the way it's being drawn right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I already know how I feel about it. You know, it's all it's all great. That one Nomu here on page three. Yeah. The perspective on this is uh balls to the wall crazy. Um I but a Nomu pulled up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> he just pulled up there. But uh so good. Um I do I, I I'm trying to remember a thought I had about it. Um I think the memories are like they serve two purposes. They're like kind of a progress thing that like a well one feeds into the other. Uh, the they're all for one and one for all are getting more melded together, and as such, the memories of the two current users are like also like melding, you know. And that's like do that's what it that's what it's doing, and it serves the purpose to just basically explain that like the more intimate the the memories are of Shigaraki, like this one where he's being guided away by one for uh, all for one is the more it's actually working and the more they're actually getting through to him. And I think that's what the memories, it's a cool visual way of showing that that's the case. Um, yeah. Horikoshi has always been good with visual metaphors. Um, but yeah, I think that's like, that's the vibe he's going for here. Um, but yeah, this was a really short chapter. I mean, you know, um, it is what it is at this point. It's hard to like glean a lot of story, especially since he has like a page of just Hatsume and, um, the love girl just talking about how much they like Deku and how much they had an impact on him and all that stuff. So, um, I'm wondering what this business kid saw on his phone. He was like, huh? What on earth? He said, he's, he's seen something. Maybe he saw UA being saved. I mean, he's on UA. He's one of the kids there. So I'm wondering what he saw. I don't know. He's a super important character, though. So Definitely. I mean, you know, I, that's not even a debate. He's very important. And I know yeah, that because neither, I don't know his name. <laughs> neither, none of us here had ever had a problem with this kid. No. Right, guys? Anyway. Yeah. Um so yeah, those those are really all my thoughts. Um Are you, do we have any rebuttals or anything? No prayers. All right. Um with that being said, uh let's move onward. The normal should have been real. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, here we go. 
Oh, sorry. Undead Unluck. And with that, I'm going to throw this all over to Josh. All right, Undead Unluck, chapter number 196. Yoshifumi Tosuka. Uh, Get Set is the name of the chapter. Last week, they were getting it popping with the uh, ultimate rule called uh, Beast. He uh, found a way to steal Undead's uh, ability. Uh, I mean, not Undead. Um, uh, Unbreakable's ability, so he had it for himself. But Top also has some of Unbreakable's armor, and he uh, initiated a fight with him. So that's where we're at. Um, Top headbutts him, you know, and he's like, uh, "Damn, like, like, <laughs> what's the reason behind this?" <laughs> like, oh, actually, no, no, no. There's actually a really uh, interesting question that's like. Uh, proposed over this chapter which is uh why did the negation abilities choose us meaning those negators right and apparently um regardless of how much the world changes with each loop they always manifest in the same people and this is Foucault pondering this like you know what is the reason behind that uh as top continues to fight beast uh they're actually over the water which is pretty fucking sick you know, they're both moving fast enough to do that. Um, Unbreakable makes a point and says that uh, my power can only be attained after, like, years of training. Even if, like, uh, he did steal it, it's unlikely he could master it right away. And that's interesting because they, they show a little flashback with Billy. And even though he copied Unbreakable, he couldn't replicate it because he had to actually be good enough to, I guess build it and, and and harness it like i guess it doesn't just make anything you touch unbreakable and now that i think about it she doesn't you know the the previous unbreakable users didn't just like touch stuff and make anything unbreakable they you know they had to craft it themselves so billy couldn't do it so it's really weird that a uh, beast can um so the fight continues like i said they're fighting over the water uh and even Top is thinking, like, like, like saying to Beast, like, how did you, uh, like, get so good with this ability that you just uh, borrowed? And uh, Beast uh, summons, uh, I guess, like, an octopus to... Oh, he actually, yeah, he grabs one out the water and uh, has, like, uh, the tentacles catch on to um, Top and uh, tosses him... Like, you know, across the water, like out of the armor, actually. And he's he's like skipping on the water like a stone. It's it's really rough. Um, and then it was, what's even worse is that he actually can't swim or at least can't he, he can't tread water well at all. And Beast is just sitting there on top of the water like, wow, bro, come on. 70% of your planet's water. Like, this is <laughs> this is the best you can do. He's really shitting on the kid. And he's like, he's like drowning. Um, so he's like, you know what? I don't even want to fight you no more. I'm going to just have the, uh, the boys pull up. So he summons some sharks. And um, while uh, Top got tossed and, and skipped on, like on the water, he had broken his, uh, I think his arm. Maybe that's part of the reason he couldn't uh, tread water. But he couldn't use his unstoppable either because, you know, he met the condition to stop it breaking the bone. Uh, pretty pretty crazy. Uh, so, um, right when the shark, this like huge shark was about to eat top, um, it just stops and Beast is like, oh, so it's you. Unluck. And um, unluck, I mean, Foucault makes the uh, revelation about how the, at least how Beast uses his powers and that he's using soul chains uh, to connect to the different animals and make them serve him. And, you know, the same, like, soul powers that Andy was using in the previous loop and also in this loop to fight against the Master Rules, if y'all remember. Um, but 
uh, Fugo saying that, uh, you know, Andy taught her that people live via their souls and beasts are no different. Uh, and that beasts ingest the soul of whatever he eats uh, to gain the memories and experience. Because he ended up eating a piece of um, Haruka earlier when, uh, you know, and that's how she he also gained the experience to use Unbreakable, which is, I guess, yeah, yeah. checks out. Um, and the cool thing is that Fuko is like she was able to stop the uh, the sharks by also like using like the soul power and making those soul chains through uh, Julia Saber, which she's uh, using now. I, I, I'm wondering why she had to use the sword to do that, but maybe we'll talk about that later. Um, Fuko says that uh, you know everything began once souls were placed. And that was the world's first rule, uh, which was soul. And uh, everything uh, that was born afterward uses soul, like, for its own ability. So, you know, Beast is like, man, so what? Uh, How is that going to help you deal with this? And a a big fucking, I guess a whale uh, comes to eat them. And, you know, everyone thinks they're going to die. And Fuko just points a finger like a gun. She points a she 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 makes a gun with her finger and aims at the whale and then out of nowhere we cut to like this dreamscape where Foucault's surrounded by a few people that I've never seen before. Uh and they're like, Yep, that's right, that will do. And they're saying, uh, thank you for living all this time. We are so glad that we picked you. Hmm. Hmm. After that, yeah, right? Hmm. Hmm. Uh Uko launches something like a soul shot almost. That's what it kind of looks like and hits the whale. And Julia makes her mind. She's like, oh, this light. It's like that shooting star that she's seen in the sky, I guess, during when she was introduced. Um, And then those, I I believe the same people that was talking to Fuko in that dreamscape also say, don't worry, it's coming. You're unlucked. And a fucking... Falls down from the sky and strikes the whale. Uh, I guess taking it out, uh, you know, so and not becoming a threat anymore. And Beast looks at Fugo and he's like, You've caught on to them. And the chapter ends. Wow. All right. Yeah. What a chapter. Chris, uh, what were your thoughts? I don't even know what to make. Of that that last two pages, um, man. First of all, the whole chapter was really cool, um, art wise. Everything, uh, the soul thing. I'm not like entirely certain either why the saber plays a particular role or how she's able to see them in the first place, like the soul change. Uh, so. You know, I, I guess I was a little confused at that point. She's cutting these things, right? The the chains. And that's why they stop. Maybe. I think that's why. Because, like, she cut, she cut the soul chains. Which is, which is strange, but, uh, okay. <laughs> Fine with me. Um, she's using the saber because I guess it cuts. So she needs... She, I guess she's imbuing her soul into it somehow. It's hard to say. Right. Um, I have a, I, I only have like a couple ideas as to who these people are. I thought that they could either be just like previous incarnations of Unluck or just like the, the rules, the master rules are hidden within the sun. I would imagine in the moon, there's probably like really strong negators. And she's channeling them in a sense. But those are the only kind of things I can figure. I don't really know. Well, oh, sorry. No, nah, I was just gonna say I I definitely lean. I'm kind of just giving my thoughts also. So I'm just gonna. We might as well blend it together. Mm-hmm. Um, I was definitely leaning towards the former, which is that those are probably the previous users. Of unluck, mm-hmm. which is, which which is really interesting in of itself because she was just making a point of how 
all the previous unluck users are the same. So why would there be different people for unluck? Maybe it's something so. Maybe it's just that unique and that special. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, it is unlocked. Some of these folks are reincarnations of of the previous negators. Like, um, Julia is not Juice. Like, she's like a different person, but she has the negation. So it's probably possible in other loops someone else had unluck. Or other people had unluck in these previous loops, and Fuko is just the newest one. But I don't know. It's hard to theorize right now. That seems to be the obvious one. Is that these are just other versions of unluck. But I do all... I, it just came to mind is that, like, some... It could very well be also that, like, there are people in the moon. And I feel like this guy's tattoo in the back here, it looks like, like a biohazard tattoo. I don't know if you yeah. would, like, attribute that to unluck, but... Man, I have no idea. It's hard to really tell. But they are all, most of them are doing, or some of them are doing like the finger gun thing themselves. So they could just be unlocked users. Yeah, it's hard to say. I have no idea. Yeah, they all have that gun. That, like a lot, I mean, a few of them, the two kids are pointing their gun. Finger. And she shot a piece of her soul, is what I'm guessing. I don't know. It's hard to say. There's a lot of like uncertainty here, and I guess that's on purpose because he's like uh, Tozuka's trying to keep some semblance of um, surprise and 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 twist as to what yeah. these what these folks are. So I guess we'll figure out next chapter who they are. But uh, overall, I thought this chapter was really cool, um, very interesting lore wise. Uh, excited to get into it next week. Um, Josh, do you have any other thoughts? Uh, nah, man. That's said everything uh, I needed to say. Oh, hell yeah. Alrighty then. Well, with that being said, um, that was Undead Unluck, and that has been our show. Wow, we thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you could uh, catch me uh, at New uh, at the Chris Aspinall at New Jim City Josh on Instagram on X at JDQual underscore thirty seven. On Instagram, Brian is at b.esp on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow the show itself at New Gym City on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, sub- email us at newgympsitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. And we'll talk about it on our pre show chat show that we do next week. Uh, you could subscribe to us iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're all up in there. Um, next week, we'll be introducing our new series. Um, we're still catching up to it. Uh, very excited to get into it. So uh, stay tuned. We'll, we're doing it. We're doing it for sure. Um, but yeah, without further ado, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, stay safe, New Jump citizens. Bye. Peace.